Okay, let's talk about Halfway There. Girl, my eyes and girl, my mind. It never stops after it's dark. Cause you're a girl, a girl, a girl in my The girl in my heart, heart, heart. Heart, heart, heart. Heart, heart, heart. Girl in my What time is it? It's girl, girl time. time. No, no, we're only halfway there. Oh. Oh, it's no. When will it be girl time? We're close to near to almost being halfway to girl time. Oh, man. That's a lot of distance. We can do it. Stick, Stick right, right to, to it. it. It can happen tonight. <laughs> it will happen Wrong tonight. Song. I want it. To- it's fine. It has some nice, like, glittery synth that I think sounds fun. Yes. I was just going to say, the overall sound of it makes me think of static. But, like, more silvery and, like, shiny party decorations. Glittery was yeah. a good word to use for it. But it's just that. And it's all very, like, I imagine it, like, really high up, like, by the ceiling. And then there's and then there's not really much else going on underneath it, it feels like. Yeah. Um, so this, this single was released April 27th in 2010. It was written and produced by Eric Sanicola, who was also responsible for The City Is Ours. Uh, he co-wrote Elevate, Run Wild, and Love Me Again. And he also wrote for Yanni. Oh, shit. Nice, dude. And a New Kids on the Block 2017 album. <laughs> Love um, it's that. 3 minutes, 32 seconds. It's in A-flat major, and it has BPM. Did you say A-flat? I think A-flat? it's E-flat. I'm going with E-flat. That's what my brain <laughs> Final told me. Answer. Yes, E-flat. 100%. Oh, I was just going to say, it's a 1, minor 3, minor 2, minor 6, five um so that's that's for the verses but the intro and the chorus have the four one five which is also the same chord progression as the oh yeah intro intro so that is gonna we'll bring it back so this song is interesting because it has a music video and in that music video version um we begin with kendall's verse um, but the studio it's version. The single version. Well, this, there's okay. There's two studio versions because there's the single which starts with Kendall, and then the album version. Yeah. Is the one that's like on Spotify and stuff, and they've switched James's verse with it. Because in my heart, Kendall sings first, and I understand the reasons why they put James first and why it does make a lot more sense. But um, so I think my beef with this song mostly is that. The episode in which it appears hypes it up so much. They keep (laughs) foreshadowing it and talking about how they're almost halfway there, but not quite. And then um, the episode ends when their demo gets picked. And then Gustavo's like, I have just the song for this occasion. (laughs) And then they immediately start singing this and it's just like... I mean, it's slow and contemplative, which I think is fitting for... Like, they're taking a second to step back and kind of look around, and I think that's important for the theme. The theme is, like, we're halfway there, and looking back, we never thought that we'd be here, so it's just, like, sitting and enjoying this one moment. And if it was poppier, if it was flashier, it wouldn't carry that as well. And also, I think if we look at, like, Big Time Rush and Famous, a lot of it's, like, looking up. Like, you gotta go up and fly and follow your dreams and reach the stars. But this is, like, you gotta turn around and just see how far you've come. So it's more, like, <laughs> lateral. Yeah, I think that I think that it 
is a very well thought out song. And I, I really love the, the cadence of um, the life we live isn't so simplistic. Oh, that is, that is a good line. Uh, yeah, it definitely fits into that category still of it's the only life you've got, so you got to live it big time. I think it's, <laughs> the future again, will be better, yeah. Yeah, it's not as, like, aggressive about it. It's more right. about, like, reflecting and then pushing forward. It has a more, it's more balanced for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's why it's important. Like, it's a very interesting take on the, the future will be better category because it's saying like in order to appreciate how much better the future is going to be, you have to step back and recognize what you've come out of so far. Like you can't appreciate the good until you recognize how hard you've worked to get there. Mm-hmm. This is so deep, and now I feel bad for <laughs> dunking on this song so much. <laughs> it's all good. I'm also in like, I'm definitely in a very halfway there place in my life right now. Oh. So that might be why I'm like really like, this is for me, which again, back into the, you know, I'm a, a young girl who is really attached to this boy band song. They get me. I hate that. I don't like that at all. I don't want them to. <laughs> um, I have my incorrect lyrics uh, of the of, yes. this, of the day. This one's not Logan. He's not responsible. Actually, no one's responsible except for myself. Um, <laughs> so I thought uh, Kendall's verse started. So he says, when the chips are down, back against the wall are the first ones. (laughs) So when I was in eighth grade, I was like, I didn't know what gambling was. So I didn't (laughs) think of poker chips. I thought he was maybe saying chimps because in the episode where they introduced this episode, (laughs) or in the episode where they introduced this song, it heavily features a chimp. And that's a big (laughs) plot. So I'm like, well, I guess that makes more sense. So I thought it's when the chimps are down and the chimps are down and the chimps are also against the wall. But then I, I did talk about this, Haley, and she did kind of explain that it's two separate things. So the chips are down and then your back is against the wall. And that kind of blew my mind. And I'm still working through it. No, I'm sad that it's not chimps. I love that a big part of your big time rush experience is just not understanding poker. A big time part. <laughs> I always forget that it's poker chips, even though I know that it is, and I just picture like a like bag of potato chips. chips. Yeah, yeah. Like when you run out of those, and you're like, "Oh man, I wish I had chips." I've got my statistics here for um, who sings lead the most, and if you who sings guys the like most, guess, yeah, who sings lead the most? If you guys want to guess, Logan. I think it's James. Logan was an interesting choice because he was last at 11 percent. no he's correct james sang 67 percent of this song because he has the chorus the chorus yeah oh yeah i honestly like didn't notice that for a while like i notice it now but i never thought of it as a james song even though it absolutely Mm -hmm. is i just don't think i associated this vibe with james at the time i don't know uh but yeah carlos sings 12 percent and kendall sings 11 the way that logan sings the bridge um, really stuck with me. It's just like it's, it's very. I don't want to say half-assed because I'm sure he was doing his best, but that's something about like the production and the way that the notes just like sort of go and don't really. St- they're sustained for 
a while. I think it's because this is a James song, and their voices sound so different. Like, James, he is, like, more, he sings more in the back of his throat. He's more breathy. He's, and especially in this song, and there's a certain timbre to it. It really encourages that um, somber retrospection that the song yes. is kind of talking about. And Logan's voice doesn't have that, <laughs> especially in this uh, bridge. Yeah. So it, it's jarring. The one that really sticks with me is Logan's pre-chorus. When he goes, So we take. Yeah, we take what comes and we keep on going, leaning on each other's shoulders. And there's just a lot of end sounds that really... <laughs> And on each other's I don't know. He doesn't do the R like that. Which is really fun because I am looking at the little, I am looking in the little booklet, and it definitely is written going apostrophe with yeah. a T. Like we take what comes and we keep on going. Trying to make up for Dover night. Well, yeah. like no, it's G O I N apostrophe. Yeah. Is it also like that in Carlos's verse, or is it only like that for Logan's verse? Oh, they only write it once. Oh, really? And then they just say repeat? I think they count that as part of the chorus. Uh, I do want to quickly just talk about how a good, probably 40% of the chorus is James holding a sustained note, and then sometimes people go, yeah, yeah, underneath it. <laughs> and that's like yeah, a lot they of hold the chorus. It for so long. We're halfway there. Yeah, not as, they don't hold it as long as No Idea. Oh my god. No, that song, oh god, makes me so mad in so many ways. <laughs> Is that the, okay, hold on, I need to check my Spotify ranking to see where that one fell. Oh, I also need to check on where I put Halfway There and then I made this. Wow, No Idea is like pretty pop. I didn't get that far up on my list, holy shit. Um, no, the last one on my list is Invisible. But Halfway There comes in at... It's ranked at 11 right now, so that's pretty That's pretty good. I don't know if I would, if I redid this, if it would still be there. So on my BTR ranking playlist, it's just like all the songs minus the Christmas songs, because that's, I don't, yeah, it wasn't Christmas. <laughs> but all the songs on Spotify, so it's 41 songs. But let me pull up the spreadsheet, because the spreadsheet has significantly more than 41 songs. List of songs has 77 songs. So there's like 36 songs unaccounted for, which many of them were unreleased ever. Some of them were in the show, but not actually. Some of them are covers, like the big time movie soundtrack was not on Spotify, but it was just a much bigger gap than I was expecting, like 36 songs. (laughs) That's, yeah. Yeah, that I like haven't really been listening to I'm as much to. <laughs> right, like i try to when i can but it's a pain in the ass to like make a youtube playlist and then there's also the unreleased songs oh yeah no i had so out of all the ones that were completely unreleased like ever there's like 18 of those yeah man i hope that they i'm counting on this reunion tour it better happen and i really hope they can do unreleased songs on the reunion tour <laughs> if we just podcast about it enough they'll be like oh fine <laughs> Yes. Oh, I want to, you know what I want? I want to watch the, um, the unofficial Love Me Again music video again. Yeah. I, Haley, I can come and live in your with the matcha right now. Okay, cool. So we, we should, uh, well, we should finish Yeah, let's. 
Um, oh, I did I actually have a podcast. It's okay. I had a couple of things to say about the music video. Um, so the general format of it, it switches between them singing in a recording studio with these really spectacular lens flares from the lights behind them. Yes. Um, there's little yeah. type clips that are all in black and white. So it's like they're at a concert and like backstage or whatever. And then it seems to be like behind the scenes dance rehearsal in another studio and that has changing color lights and then them posing and goofing off in front of a brick wall and that whole thing is sepia toned so it's going between all these different like colors and situations the background that changes color looks like it's just a bunch of foil taped (laughs) to the wall which i thought was really funny yeah and the the sepia scenes do feel like they're all from a photo shoot right I do enjoy, um, because they're they're just goofing off and being boys, but my favorite part is when they're all just just walking, and then Carlos just unprompted shoves Kendall into a dumpster, and it just moves on. (laughs) It's just a different scene. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the the thing that I was watching, I'm like, oh, okay, good music video. Um, But then I was forcibly brought into 2010 um, with Logan's cardigan in front of the brick wall. It's the white cardigan with the black stripes on it. And for some reason, middle school me was obsessed with that cardigan. I thought Logan wearing that cardigan was so cute. And I was looking on the internet to buy one because I wanted one, but I couldn't find anything like it. And then later that cardigan actually shows up in... He wears it in big time concert briefly. And I also flipped out when that happened. <laughs> so I had forgotten completely about this carding until uh, this week. And um, yeah, it just unlocked some repressed memories, apparently. I wonder if we can find if anyone it. finds it. <laughs> Send it our way. Uh, one more thing about the video is at the very end, um, they like audibly like cheer and high five each other but you just you get the sound of them like cheering and stuff that they just put over the end of the song which i thought was interesting (laughs) yeah i do really like this music video and i think that it really does a lot the more we talk about it the more i'm like into the song i don't really know if it fits thematically with everything we've talked about in the lyrics i think it does because um so you've got the shots of them recording it and you've got the shots of like the dance rehearsals where they're like like working hard to practice and you've got the photo shoot so it's kind of like photo shoot and then behind this okay you're right actually because it does kind of take all these different aspects of you know the things you have to do to become a boy band yeah right and then there are parts where they're literally leaning on each other's shoulders as they're walking love that (laughs) and then they turn around a bunch of times yes (laughs) i know it's not what it means Um, they turn their backs on their friends Yeah, no, I think the more that I, the more that we talk about it, the more I'm realizing that it's a very artfully done song and music video, um, which I think, because Eric Santacola is pretty popular in, like, like Europop. Mm. He's been very involved in that scene. So it, like, just from what I could tell from his credits, it makes sense that there would be a this, like, continual theme throughout the lyrics and the music and the video in a way that may not be uh, present in all of 
Big Time Rushes releases. <laughs> Um, looking at the music videos where they're just standing in a white space. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait, this music video is actually so much better than all the Void ones. Um, but it's not as funny, so I think yeah. that's why it's Oh, it's definitely not as it. funny. It's no, I know. This is a more serious one. The funny ones are the ones that really stick with me, and then this one is just right. like a nice little, it was actually very cute and heartfelt. You know what, the more I think about it, the more I feel like Big Time Rush is oh, just a parody of a boy band, not even a real boy band. Oh, I love that angle, actually. Yeah. Because, like, if we're looking at um, Famous as yes. a tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, you want to be famous, and, like, an ironic song, and then any kind of guy, which kind of focuses on how ridiculous the whole concept of... Right, it really feels like a parody of a boy band song. Right. And then this one, I think, is the most serious of the song so far. This was just a normal song. <laughs> yeah, it's just like an average, like, hey, actually, I know we've been goofing around a little bit, but like, let's just take a second and chill together and think about how far we are coming. Yeah, how far we have come. So yeah, I think I'm going to keep looking at the songs through the lens of Big Time Rush as a parody of the boy band genre and see how long that lasts. Because there definitely is going to be a point when it becomes like just taking itself too seriously as a boy yeah. band. So if it is a parody right now, it will not always be. All right. So we've got 20 minutes before we have to do our annual group watch. <laughs> well, we should of... do the outro, right? <laughs> oh, I just okay. No, I'm, I'm talking to our listeners. In 19 minutes, we have to start our annual group watch of Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And um, that means that, so that we, you know, sign off now. I'll have time to go watch the Love Me Again music video with Haley. So I, I'll have time to track down the film So I'm hosting. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, best of luck there. <laughs> well, it looks like it's no longer girl time. It's, it's blurt time. time. <laughs> so that's the end of our well, podcast. So we're, we're all the way there now. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go because my pants are cold. Bye. Girl, my.